Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Good morning, Angie. How are you? Hey, Malin. So good. So good this morning. And you? Um, I'm so good, and I'm so happy to be chatting because we took last week off, and I feel like I haven't talked to you forever. Yeah, and it's been a rough week. And you're betterish this morning, right? Like it's been uh, rough. Yeah, us. you know what? It's been a really rough week for me. Like I posted yesterday on Instagram that motherhood is just gonna like literally be the death of me. I there's just so many kids, and how do people have more than three kids? I'm like drowning with three, and people have like five, ten kids. Like holy moly, I've just all the kids need so many different things, and I just feel so pulled in all the different directions. So I just got worn out, you know. But I'm feeling a lot better yeah. this morning. How about Good, you? How's your mom life going? I haven't had a breakfast soda today and I really want one, but let me, oh. so in this podcast today, we're just going to give you some recommendations. We're going to talk about my trip to Disney. We're going to talk about the coronavirus and some other things going on. Um, I just wanted to preface that because I'm about, it, it has to do with how I'm doing today. So um, <laughs> okay. I start, I actually started this morning very different than most mornings. I set my oh. alarm for 6.30 and usually I don't wake up till 7.00. Usually my daughter wakes up before me, even though her alarm's is set. Her alarm is set for seven. She wakes up earlier than her alarm, like she's crazy, and comes and wakes me up. But I always have a little bit of guilt about that. And so, at Disney World, here, this is this might be TMI. We will. We've talked about my gallbladder and like digestion issues. Yeah, tell us all the things. If you're if you're new here, go back and listen to some other. <laughs> like basically everything I eat up to the limit. It can be a salad or just like an apple or a steak or fry. It doesn't matter. Aww. And so actually like the past year, it's gotten worse. And I thought like, maybe I have like IBS. Is that irritable bowel syndrome? Like everything yeah. hurts my stomach. I have to run to the bathroom and that's, it's embarrassing. And lately I've been like, I just need to go to the doctor, take some meds or something because like, this is bad. Like I live for finding the ne- nearest bathroom and it's embarrassing. So Disney world, we ate so much and it was pretty much all fried and, ice cream and garbage but we walked so we were in line next to a man who said that he, his apple watch said he were he walked twenty eight thousand steps that day which was like 10 miles and we were like no but your iphone has like the health app and it tracks steps which i don't track anything i i'm on honestly i'm sedentary but i checked and lo and behold i walked 27,000 steps the first day, 28,000 steps the next day, and 17,000 steps the third day. And like 28,000. I know. It is like 10 miles. But here's the crazy thing. The first day, I wake up, eat, my stomach's upset, go to the park. I have to get out of a line to go find a bathroom after, it was before lunch, but I'd already had like a turkey leg and some Dole Whip. And, you know, so <laughs> I, I saw had your like, picture. I love yeah, it. I had, turkey, I had to go like... to the bathroom while I was in line. I was like, hold my spot. I have to go to the bathroom right now and it sucked but then the rest of the day that first day like my stomach didn't hurt again and I still ate like I wasn't watching what I ate I just ate like garbage and like no upset stomach I realized at the end of the day when I like got back and was like I felt I felt the normal pressure to go to the bathroom and everything was regular and normal and didn't hurt and was just normal I was like oh my gosh this is the first time this has happened in a long time and the next day the same thing I had like an omelet and hash brown for breakfast but was just like no upset stomach didn't have to run to the bathroom all the time and like the only thing that was different was tons of walking that was the only change and the rest of the trip totally normal 
normal re normal intervals, normal consistency, like everything was as it should be. So, and I ate like garbage. The only thing was walking. That's it. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I got my degree in exercise and wellness. Like I've been preaching this stuff for years. Like, oh, exercise is the cure-all. Exercise can help, you know, <laughs> you avoid medication for so many things or supplement, you know. But then I've never had like a health problem that I've needed medicate, like, you know what I mean? Like a mm -hmm. physical condition I've needed medication for until this when I thought really like I need something to help me out. But then like walking literally cured it. So that leads me to this morning. My stomach has gone back to crap literally the next day. And when I looked at my health app and saw my steps, I saw that every other day I averaged between like one to 3000 steps, which according to Google means I'm sedentary. I drive for two hours a day. I sit at a desk working. I don't, and I don't, I don't exercise. Like right now I am sedentary, but I'm super motivated because I hate feeling like crap. I hate my stomach hurting. Yeah. I hate having to stock the bathroom. So I was like, that is all I have to do is like walk. I'm not going to walk 10 miles. Like, no, but if I walk like 15 or 20 minutes in the morning and like 15 or 20 minutes at lunch and then like go for a walk in the evening, that's worth not feeling like garbage and having yeah. to stock bathrooms. So I was going to wake up at 6.30 and go for a walk, but I actually woke up at 5.45 to my daughter saying, or no, 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 that was another day that the dog threw up. I woke up that early because the dog had pooped in his crate because he has pneumonia oh, and he has to change his crate all the time. Aww. So anyway, my I did go for my walk this morning, but my day was pretty rough this morning. My dog has pneumonia and that's been really stressful. And um, But anyway, Aww. so if you walk, now I can finally personally attest that even just walking can help alleviate a lot of your ailments because but also you were at disney do you think it may have been disney that cured you with all the magic or yeah no? i mean that definitely contributed <laughs> like i had a i like had a a wound that healed like halfway throughout the day stop, it was stop. completely gone <laughs> it was nutty completely i've never gone, been so. to disney and this was your first time right yeah to disney world was yeah. it was it as magical as people say it is Yes, and then some. And really, I, my my husband. So he was kind of like a Scrooge about it. Like I don't get the concept of waiting in lines, like humans standing in lines, like that's crazy. But the attention to detail and like the magic and the technology, like Walt Disney was such an innovator, and he was obsessed with like the future, like um, mm -hmm. future technology and stuff. But they spare no, it's expensive to go, but they spare no expense. There's just people who walk around with brooms and things like sweeping up trash. And there's just so much detail in everything that it was, it's just, it's a feat. It's a wonder. It really is so magical. Oh, How it's magical. Yeah. Did your kids just love it? Do they have the best time? They did. They were tired, but we got that stroller rental and I'm glad we did. It was we could have probably bought a new stroller for the cost of renting one each day, but I didn't know we were going to walk 10 miles. So I was really glad. Yeah. And I felt so bad for the kids who were like, I'm tired. And like their parents are like, we paid so much. we're not stopping until midnight. But they just needed a <laughs> stroller because they, they, no one realizes they walk that much at Disney, but you walk that much at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Super magical. Super delicious. How fun. I need to go. I know we never went as kids and I always felt so deprived. And I was like, my kids will go to Disney. And now, they're like, what? It's not too 11, late. My parents were the same way. Yeah. yeah. It's not too late. My parents were, my mom always be like, oh, it's overrated and dirty and long lines. And then I was in high school, like, and we went for DECA. And so I got to go and I was like 17. 
and it was still magical, but I remember going home being like, you lied, mom, because Disneyland is magical and it's not <laughs> dirty. And the li- you get fast passes, you can skip the lines and it is worth it. So anyway, I, I was the That's same funny. way. Once I was 17, I was like, I would have loved this even more when I was like eight and you ruined it. And so I will take my kids to Disney World. So anyway, I won't go back. So um, <laughs> and to also, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is just go a on. plug. I actually know two travel agents one of them that specializes in disney so if you want to plan a trip i have really good uh connections that i would really trust so if you need recommendations let me know and i can hook you up with my friends that plan these things because i don't know how it all works well i used an agent too and it's because i feel like you need a degree in disney like to time like Mm -hmm. there's different rides that are really popular and so the, the the lines really do get up to like two three hours long that's like, crazy. You're, you're paying too much to stand there and get one ride out of your day. So, and I was like, you have these magic bands and they pay, for, like they're connected to your credit card, but you scan those to like pay for things and buy things. So, you know, it seems like imaginary magical money, like, <laughs> but really they're charging your credit card. But I didn't know how all that worked. And I didn't know, I I wanted to get, this was a huge, this was a big, like expensive, like sacrifice for us. And I wanted to get the yeah. most out of it. And the Disney agent's you don't pay sorry you don't pay them like disney they're registered with disney i guess and like get a commission and so Mm -hmm. i made sure of that and i was like do i have to pay you for this and she's like no you can check the prices i give you are the same price that you would you know book yourself on the disney website and she sent me an itinerary that was literally by the minute and she booked my fast pass she did everything and so it was like 807 go to this ride here's your wait time here's the duration walk to this ride at and be there at 812 and i mean we didn't have to follow it and we didn't follow it exactly but literally she took all the guesswork out of like waiting and times and lines and it was amazing she like that's amazing yeah disney travel agents are so worth it i feel like i could do it on my own now but for a first timer, use a Disney agent because they, yeah, you'll get That's there and figure it out. But before that, it would be really hard without one. Well, perfect. That's yeah. a good recommendation. Get yourself a travel agent, especially yes. if you go to Disney. <laughs> yes. Cool. Um, also, speaking of traveling, can we talk about coronavirus? Yeah, because my husband was even like, should we be going to Disney World because of the coronavirus? Like, people from all over the world are going to be there. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. It's fine. And we went. And you're you, fine. How do you I, feel about it? Well, I wasn't panicked about it at all until I went to the grocery store last week. And I ran into my friend. And I was like, oh, like, I'm just here getting dinner stuff. Where are you getting? And she's like, I'm stocking up for coronavirus. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, they're going to run out of everything. And I was like, what? And so then, like, I heard a few more people at the store talking about it. And so I started panicking. But I, so I don't panic about these kind of things normally. But a few years ago when they had Hurricane Harvey in Houston, San Antonio was like on watch for it and everyone started panicking and there was not a gas shortage, but because everybody panicked, we ran out of gas in San Antonio for a few weeks. Like you couldn't buy gas. It was the craziest thing. I waited in line for an hour to fill up my tank and then the next day it was gone everywhere. Um, So just seeing how other people panic about situations has made me like, like even if I'm not panicked, I have to be prepared in case everyone else panics. Yeah. Um, and, and everyone so, should just stop panicking because this is yeah, not a storm. This right? It's a virus. Your yeah. power won't go out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're still going to be able to go out. You've got water. Like, everything's fine. And I. The I water's going to keep working. Even if you have to stay home, your, your water will work. Yeah. <laughs> your water will work. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll happen. And then I guess that cruise ship, they quarantined the people on it here in San Antonio at the Air Force Base. 
And then the other day it was in the news that, um, so from my understanding, this is what happened. They had all these patients at Lackland or somewhere in town. They tested this woman twice for coronavirus. Like she'd been quarantined. She tested negative twice with a third test pending. But since she came back twice negative, they let her go. And she went to the mall and to a hotel by the airport. And then while she was doing that, her third test came back mildly positive. So they went to the hotel with an ambulance, picked her up, and took her back to quarantine. So so this the mayor came out and said, okay, like we, uh, we washed them all to CDC standards. Um, or whatever, uh, but people were still freaking out, and there, and so like that, and it just happened so fast. Like at ten in the morning, it came out that like this lady had done that, and then like two hours later, they were like, "Okay, we're shutting down the mall again. It'll be shut down for twenty four hours." Uh, so that was a big thing, and our mayor was really mad about how the CDC handled everything. And then yesterday or the other day on the news, it came out that they were releasing all of the quarantine people that were had two negative tests um, at the San Antonio airport. So yesterday. They bust them over in shifts for when their flights were going to leave town. Um, so it was just, it's been like in the news here like crazy. Like not panicked. I don't, I don't feel a sense of panic around. Someone told me the other day that Costco was running out of things. But I like – I remember how I like loved Costco. Now I hate Costco because it's always so busy and I don't like going there. Anyway, yeah. so – Everyone else just loves been, it. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> I know. It's just been like a little bit uh, – coronavirus is in the air and we have a – that I didn't mean that like – Coronavirus is in it's the air. In the air I meant like, well, like, like how people say love is in the, the air. <laughs> and don't panic. Relax. Um, we're talking about it. Anyways, uh, yeah, well, we have a trip planned. Like, we have an Airbnb booked in a while. And I'm like, do we go? And I yes. called Airbnb and they were like, yeah, they're like, you're, if your area is infected or under advisory, you'll get an email from Airbnb. Otherwise, go ahead and go. Uh, anyways, just like bizarre, but. Yeah, I don't know. Has it? Have you? Like, how do you feel about coronavirus? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I uh, I have mixed feelings about it. The hysteria is definitely worse than the actual virus. I yeah. think. I mean, we've gone through like swine flu and other SARS. Like, we've gone through this with other viruses, and we also live in a country where a lot of people are refusing to vaccinate for diseases and viruses that kill. And now everyone's mm-hmm. afraid of this and they're going to develop a virus and people are probably going to refuse to get it. It's just a little frustrating being in a country where people refuse to vaccinate for diseases yeah. that were eradicate and people are like going nuts over a virus. <laughs> like, but ugh. anyway, I have a lot of feelings, but because I work for VIP kid, which is, which teaches kids in China and they are stuck at home. And the kids are going, I, I have a, I feel like I have a unique perspective, but a lot of the students are very stir crazy. And there's a man, I, and I'll tag him on Instagram. If you guys want really accurate, factual, objective information from a Chinese man who's right there, his name's Daniel Kai, C-A-I. On Facebook, he posts updates every single day about how it's from a Chinese perspective, but he also ta- like will put all the stats from all the different countries. Like these are how many people were infected. These, how many people were released from the hospital. These were the the deaths. Um, and then he'll compare it. Like this was the lowest number of people infected in since January or February. Like it, it's going down in China, it's getting better. And then it, just talking about other countries, he'll list the countries like new infected cases, new deaths, whatever. Um, I guess there's been confirmed cases in Brazil. We're going to Brazil in April and we're still going to Brazil, but it'll be interesting to see how the virus survives in other climates. It's, I just, I just, 
go straight to the CDC. I don't think this stuff belongs in the news, to be honest, because mm-hmm. it that's what causes mass hysteria. It panics people, yeah. It, it causes a lot of panic. Yeah, misinformation, a lot of it. So yeah, I just I when these things happen though, it I don't know. It's so crazy to me to just think that like everyone in the whole world right now knows about this. Like yeah. the royals are talking about it. Like I'm talking about it random people in other countries that people haven't heard of or talking about like i just i don't love that this horrible thing is going on but i just love that it brings awareness and that everyone can work together to help solve the problem like, yeah let's all work together as a world like i just i don't know i like to see people like not fighting like there's always so many people and countries fighting and just for people to come together but okay we have a problem let's solve it like um I don't know, there's a a girl that I really like, her name's Brittany Wheelwright. She's a nurse and she's been posting about this, mostly just saying like the hysteria is ridiculous, calm down people. But mm-hmm. somebody messaged her and said that and recommended listening to the podcast called Science VS Podcast. They have an episode on the coronavirus. I'm just going to read this. This is like, Brittany shared this on her story and it's a message from someone who said, um, that the podcast talks about how the mortality rates are likely going to be different for every country. And they talk about the percentages for mortality rates too. Because a lot of people like to talk are saying, I mean, yeah, the coronavirus so far, especially in China has a higher mortality rate than the flu, but it, it's interesting to hear that. Yeah. It's going to depend on like the healthcare system in each country and also the health of the country. Um, they talk about how the percentages for mortality rates and how most of the people who are reported having it have severe s- symptoms and they're not looking at the people with mild or no symptoms. Um, I've heard that's the case in Washington, that one of the, um, I don't remember, I don't know what you call him. He's one of the researchers who studies viruses, who basically thinks that it's existed in Washington for longer than they think, but there's a lot of people who don't have symptoms or their symptoms are normal. So they just like, don't go get tested for the coronavirus. And this person also said, also, one of the ICU doctors I work with has a theory that it's been around for a while, like the common cold, but it just now has a name. And mm, then um, it's science-based and fact-based and non-biased. This podcast episode. So Science VS podcast and listen to the episode on the coronavirus. Um, cool. But I think that was those are all very interesting perspectives. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the people who like legitimately need like baby formula and toilet paper, not being able to get it. Or like I saw someone post on Facebook that she had to drive like 45 minutes to get an inhaler because people were stocking up. Like this is not like, I I don't know that that's a little bit frustrating. I think the media has done a big disservice to us by making people think they need to like stock up for a year, like doomsday. This is not doomsday. We've gone through a lot of like major, I don't know, viruses and catastrophes. This is not a natural disaster. Like you, and most people who get it, if you're y- relatively young and healthy, it will probably affect you like the flu, maybe more severe, but you know what I mean? It's not like it kills yeah. everyone it's inf- it's infected, but just like, I don't know. I shared something on my story from Kristen Bell about hand washing. And then oh, I shared I it to my kids. Did you see that? It was really cool. Um, yeah. Rika, I can go share it, but um, basically she had a picture from her mom who had showed, I think it was under some type of black light or blue light. They showed mm-hmm. bacteria on her hands, like before washing at all, just a quick rinse and like shake your hands. And then they, they compared what your hands look like, obviously like doing the different ways people 
wash their hands. And then obviously the best was was soap and water for 30 seconds. And so I showed that to my daughter because she's, you know, kids are the worst. Like they're the reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our kids are the reason. for <laughs> Kids are the worst. <laughs> but I, I showed her because she was like, oh my gosh. And she asked to see it again. And she's like, I counted to 50. And then I counted to 50 again. Like now I've created an OCD monster. But literally like That's really funny. good hand washing. Sanit- That's what, that was our thing at Disney. We I had hand sanitizer we used before and after every ride. We washed our hands constantly. Our hands were so dry, but I was like, Bleh. yeah, like you're using it constantly. I'd wipe everything down. If everyone did that, I think the flu rates are going to go down. Everything is going to get better if we. Right. Yeah. Or there's just like that meme thing going around right now that everyone, I didn't say, did I say mean or meme? Meme. There's that meme thing going around now. Everyone's like, wash your hands even when there's not coronavirus. Like everyone yeah. should just be washing their hands all the time. They, all my kids came home from school yesterday. I was like, wash your hands. And they were all like, our teachers told us for 30 seconds. And I'm like, yep. Good. I was glad that they were telling them at school. Yeah. But yeah, just crazy. So just everyone calm down. Wash your hands. Yeah, exactly. Calm, wash. Yeah. Wash your hands. That's like, that's it. You'll be okay. I, I've made my kids like eat lots of fruits and vegetables. I'm like, this is better than any medicine like this to boost your immune system. Like, you have berries and raspberries and carrots and I'm just making them eat really good whole foods, taking their vitamins and then washing their hands like crazy. And I really think, um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to affect a lot of people still, but I think a lot of people won't even have symptoms and there will, yeah, hopefully we can all just be careful. Just be careful. You know what? Just be careful. Wash your hands. Washing your hands is better than hand sanitizer. Wash your hands whenever possible. And then, cover your mouth and wash your hands and then wash your hands again. Um, Well, I just had one more thing from the news that we have to talk about because I've been like, it's crazy. Did you see that the other day, Britney Spears, 13 year old son went on Instagram live and talked about his family. Have you heard about this? No, I follow Britney on Instagram though. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, She always dances. She posts videos of her dancing around her house. (laughs) I love that. She wears really short shorts, really low. So, Oh, Br- that, that's like, our Brittany. Oh, I know. Yeah, I well, I was just thinking about it. The other day. I just saw like the news article pop up. I didn't watch the video, but I read like what the video was about. And they were saying that, yeah, her 13 year old son got on his Instagram live and was like, yeah, I don't know if my mom's going to record music anymore. Sometimes she says she's going to quit and my grandpa can go die. Like he just was like saying all these things. Like he's a 13 year old kid. And he's, like, telling family secrets, you know? Oh and, like, gosh. and he's, like, I'll tell you more when I get popular. Um, if you guys follow me, like, the more and more I get, like, I'll tell you guys more stuff about my family. And then someone – so he's on live, so people are, like, talking to him and, like, typing questions. And someone was, like, are you going to get in trouble for this? And he's, like, no, like, my dad's cool. He doesn't care. And I was just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, can – like – can you imagine if one of our kids grabbed our phone and hopped on Instagram live and was like, my mom is this, my dad does it. Like our families are crazy. Like, but oh. on like a celebrity level. Did he so do it I on just, his own Instagram or hers? Uh, no, his, I think it no his own because he was okay, trying so, to get followers. Oh. And so I just was like, so then they said that I just read the uh, like update. It was like, Brittany is consulting with her lawyer. The family lawyers are aware of the situation or something. And Brittany has continued life as normal. Like she was posting like normal, probably her booty short dances. Yeah. But uh, anyways, like, isn't that just interesting? And I was thinking of all the celebrities now they're going to, that are having kids that are like, like, can you imagine if like one of the Kardashian kids like got a whole little. Oh, I hope they do someday. 
Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've just been like thinking about it ever since, like all the different situations of like having your offspring tell all your family, like not that families have crazy secrets, but you know, just like all the little things that like my yeah. kids know things about me that no one else knows. And what I want people to know those things, like, yeah, not on my kids' terms, like, <laughs> especially when they're 13. Wow. Right. Is he going to anyway. get in trouble? No, I'm good. <laughs> my dad's totally cool. Also, you're like, not with your mom right now. I don't even know who right? your dad is, but you know what right? I mean? Right? Isn't that Of course crazy? your dad doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I was just like thinking of some recommendations to share because there's a lot of good stuff in the world right now. Do you oh, have God. any? Oh, yes. Yes, Melin. We started watching uh, The Stranger. Did you start watching that on Netflix? Wait, I finished that. Oh, I finished that. I loved that. Okay, I didn't finish it, but I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, it's only like eight or ten episodes or something. Uh, it's British, right? Like, yeah, these British TV shows are killing it. Watch I The Stranger. On Netflix. Love that one. I just started watching Twenty Four again. Well, I start. I watched the first season like a decade ago, and I loved it. And then I think I just didn't continue watching. I don't know why, but I've picked it back up again. So I'm halfway through the first season again and I just love it like I think I've never watched 24 but I oh, will Angie, now you should watch it it's okay. so good okay the only bummer is that like I think all this there's like nine seasons and they're all 24 episodes because every episode oh. is an hour long because it's 24 hours it's like it goes it, like follows a day of events oh and so yeah uh what else what are you reading right now I just finished the giver of stars oh, oh it's such a good book that's the sad one right um, it's not that sad. Okay. No. But there's yeah, one called like Before it. We Were Yours that's really sad. I don't know if I've talked uh, about that. I don't like that's sad the best books. One. That one, but these are, those two are both actually historical fiction. But, yeah. so I like that they're like telling a story, but something like that could have happened. The, <laughs> the Giver of Stars is about the Kentucky Pack Horse librarians. Basically, like Eleanor Roosevelt created this initiative to help rural rural families and like learn to read. It was all about promoting literacy during like the great depression. And they like recruited these women to do it. But a lot of people in that back in that time were still thought like women shouldn't read. The only thing people should read is the Bible. And they were in rural Kentucky where there were like dangerous moonshiners. But these women, it's just like five women who were super committed to like delivering these books and going through all these, hmm. it was crazy. It's it's a good story. Their women were just like super powerful in a time of like when women were very oppressed and it's a really, really good book. Giver of Stars. I just finished that and I'm starting, my friend Jessica gave me for my birthday, Dear Girls by Ali Wong. She's so funny. It's funny. And the whole premise <laughs> is she's right. Her dad died, but, and before he died, he wrote her a letter and she cherishes that letter. And she was like, I wanted to write a book for my, or like write for my daughters, but because she, she's a comedian, she's like, but I thought I might as well make some money off of it. So she <laughs> put it in book form, but it's really funny and crude and crass because she's a pretty dirty comedian, but it's yeah. still really, that's like the back cover of the book is like, girls don't read this until you're 21. Like if you can't write beer yet, you shouldn't be reading this. And it's really, but it's really, so far it's, so far it's really funny and really good. I like it. That's a lot. funny. I've watched her reading? Netflix specials. Oh um, yeah, Baby Cobra. She's so funny. I'm currently reading Fool Me Once by Harlan Coben, and I posted this the other day, and someone said that he has a bunch of Netflix shows. Did you know that? I don't know who that is. Harley well, what? Harlan, like H A R L A N, Coben, C O B E N. Oh. 
Harlan. I'm going to look it up. Um, Coben, Netflix. Um, the Stranger, apparently. Oh, he really? Wrote, it's oh. based on a book. How funny. Oh, my gosh. Full circle. That's... Yeah, The Stranger is based on a Harlan Coben book. Look at the universe speaking oh to us, gosh. Angie. Fate right now. It's a good day. It's the Oh, fifth. my gosh. Yeah, so I'm reading that, and I really love it. It's um, I actually... So I can't remember her exact position in the military, but the main character in this book served in the military. And I listened to the podcast uh, Serial a few years ago. And this, I believe the second season, they cover the Bo Bergdahl case. Yeah. He was like the boy that like defected. or he The defect. Idaho he, boy, in fact. Yeah. Uh, and after I listened to that, I just became so fascinated by the military. And like, I just want to talk to everyone who's been and like learn about like, so whenever I read books about, especially like women who have served in the military, I, I don't know, like I, I don't know why I'm so drawn to it. Maybe it's just because something that I can't ever picture myself in. And I know that so many people do it, but it's just like, yeah. I just can't see myself like in a you desert need to come visit with a me. gun. Literally all of my neighbors are in the military. One of my That's greatest so friends wild. here is a woman in the military. She listens yeah. to podcasts, so we should have her come on. Oh, hi. Yeah. I just want to, I want to talk to her. I would <laughs> love that. I like, I just want to, I, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I love it so much. It's like, yeah. It's fascinating. It's like a different, yeah, world. It is. It's so different it from who I am and what I've experienced in my life that I can't quite fathom it. And so it, like, really draws me to it. Like, tell me everything. Okay. This is um, good. I'll talk to her yeah. about it. Okay. Perfect. Um, what else? Other things that I recommend? Currently, I'm all, I'm on this Southwest salad kick. If anyone needs a good lunch, the anywhere you Southwest go. Southwest salad? Just anywhere you go. Like, everywhere okay. has a Southwest salad. I get mine from the grocery store. Like, our grocery store yeah. has a bunch of, like, pre-made meals, you know? And they're so cheap. And I don't know. That's my favorite thing right now. I've been on this Southwest salad kick. Okay, wait. We are way I'm sorry. What, the book. Harlan Coben. And the book you're reading is, what was it called? Not the uh, Fool Me Once. Fool Me Once. Okay. Well, yeah. now I, I want to read that. all of Harlan Coben books. Because apparently yes. it tells a good story. I love a good. It's like a mystery. I love a good mystery. Have you read um, other books of his? No, I don't think so. I just like what. I, so I get. I use the Libby app. If you guys yeah. don't have the Libby app, I know a lot of people use OverDrive, but I my librarian recommended Libby, so that's what I do. L i b b y. You just connect your card to your library, and I didn't know this, but a few months ago, I took a screenshot of a book that I had checked out. My library or here in San Antonio, lots of the books they let you check out for I think twenty one days, um, and I post like that would just happen to be on my screenshot that I posted and someone was like, you get books for 21 days. We only get them for seven in our library. So oh. I don't know how they like, if they do it different, different places, but I love the Libby app, but all the popular books, you know, are always on a wait list. And so mm. I'll like scroll through and be like, what's available now. And um, yeah, this one was just one that was available right away. So I've been enjoying that, but I haven't been reading a lot lately because I've been watching TV and just running errands. I'm on this Ross kick Angie. I can't I stop know. going to Ross. I totally forgot to tell you, Malin, you inspired me to try to plant things. Um, yeah. And so I, okay, I, I let my kids go with me, we went to Lowe's, we picked out a bunch of seeds, but it's all vegetables. And I, I like Googled 
farmer's almanac or something like that, that like tells you when to plant things like in your specific time of the year and like how far apart and stuff. So I just like looked on the back of the seed packet and then used the farmer's almanac for where I live in North Carolina Uh and I planted some and just yesterday I noticed I I planted (gasps) bush daddy peas and they will grow up on a, on a trellis. The people who owned our house before us left these like tomato cages and I was like, that'll work. I put them in a pot and then I stuck that in there and yesterday they started sprouting out. I got so impatient. I was like, oh no, like I missed a few days of watering and then I left on vacation and neglected them. But it, I guess it rained enough that they sprouted and I was Aww. like, oh my gosh, they're alive right now. But now we're all so excited. We're going to try to plant our own pumpkins this year for Halloween. Like Aww. you have totally inspired me. I've never like been successful at planting or gardening or anything. So Isn't anyway. it so satisfying like to watch yes. the sprouts? It's like, oh my gosh, I grew that. Like but I have anxiety. So every day I'm like, when I Googled, like, what is the germination for bush daddy peas? Like yeah. I'm so concerned that they're not going to sprout and I failed and I killed them. So it's a little bit, it's supposed to be peaceful. It's peaceful for you because you know what you're doing. But I feel like starting no. out gardening, it's very no, no, stressful. No. It's not peaceful. I think it like soothes my anxiety because it's just like, because I can solve it. Like, like yeah. if there's something, I just Google it. You just Google it and like, oh, but like, oh, I was watering that too much. Or like, oh, I need to water that one more. Or like, I learned how to like, when that, like some plants you have to like deadhead and take like the dead flowers off of them and some you don't. So if you just, I just say like start small, get like a couple things and Google how to take care of them. And then go from there. But when you were talking about the farmer, farmer's almanac, um, I didn't know this until I started planting. But just in case someone's listening to this that doesn't know, everyone lives in like a planting zone. Like I think San Antonio was like 9A or 9B. We all live in a different zone. And if you just Google, like Google your city and say like planting zone, figure out what zone you're in. And then you can Google like plants to plant in zone 9A or wherever you live. That will be very helpful to you. Because yeah, you can't just... Not everyone can grow everything. There's certain yeah. things that will do better in different areas. And like here in San Antonio, we can plant stuff like way early, but you know, it's yeah. still like snowing in Utah. Uh, yeah. So find like, find out where you live and just like Google every Google will be your best friend. If you have Google, you can be a gardener. I didn't even realize that like different things grow at different rates though. So I was like, mm-hmm. I got the pumpkin seeds and was like, we're going to plant pumpkins. And I was like, Oh, if we plant them now, they'll die. Cause it's going to freeze again. But even if it didn't freeze again, they'd be full grown in like August. And then that's mm-hmm. not Halloween. So like we have to time it. I didn't even think about that. Like <laughs> if you're going to plow pam- grow pumpkins, you have to like plan ahead, <laughs> like do some reverse math there. So anyway, right. I, it's just, uh, yeah, I would recommend gardening. I would recommend Aww. our listeners try to grow something. It is satisfying. Like once those things popped up, I was like, oh my gosh, soon enough, we'll be picking off the peas and eating them. And I don't know. It's I'm so happy for you. It sparks joy. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Like anyone. And I think too, even if you don't plant anything outside, there's lots of things that you can grow inside. Like, um, just have an herb garden inside. Like just find out snake plants. Oh yeah. Because you don't have to water them like once every six months. They don't really die. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I haven't and they're still alive. So. And (laughs) And pothos. Pothos plants can grow anywhere. Like they can grow in like really dark like offices and stuff you can grow a pothos anywhere and you just water them like once a week when the leaves look sad anyone can grow a pothos plant and it's good for the air quality in your house to have the plant like it's producing oxygen you know and there are the reason i got snake plants is because they're air purifying plants 
I actually ordered them from Etsy and they came from California. I love that. And they, I I told you about this, I think. I was like, Melinda, this thing is dying. That it did end up dying. It was a piece lily. Oh. It was also supposed to be oh, air purifying. Oh, yeah, you did message me that. Everything else died, but the snake plant lives on because you can neglect it. So, <laughs> anyways, there you have it. Well, good. I'm glad it's brought you joy. That makes me happy. I'll keep you posted. Please do. Um, yeah, any other recommendations or anything you can think of to send us off with today, Angie? Let me think. Let's recap. Walk for your digestion. Or um, just go to Disney World for the magic. Wash your hands. Yeah, wash your hands and be smart. And yeah, Harlan Coben everything. Read those books and watch 24 and watch The Stranger and start have a garden. Have a Southwest think, salad. Have a Southwest salad. Yeah, start a garden. I think that's good. I think... <laughs> Right? Those are some good recommendations for a good life. I do right? so myself. We've set you up well today. Yes. All right. Go go forth, garden, and wash your hands, everyone. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.